Hey everyone, it's Katie in Rome. If you like the show, spread the word, tell a friend, and visit our website, thebittersweetlife.net. Welcome to Rome. This is The Bittersweet Life with Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. What's wrong, honey? Is it because I'm leaving? Yeah, he's going to miss you. Hello. This is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. And this is about to be The Bittersweet Life again, because tomorrow I get on a plane and I leave Rome for the second time. Why do you keep doing this? (laughs) Why? You know, I actually got back a lot sooner than I thought I was going to, so... In some ways, I did it to myself. Really? I was expecting you to come back, like, the March after you left. That's what I had been led to believe. I know, but it turns out it's really expensive to fly here from Seattle. Really? You don't say? Yeah, I know. That's the problem with being on the West Coast. If I was on the East Coast, it would be a whole other matter. But Mm. Seattle, there's nowhere easy to get to from Seattle, except for maybe Asia. But even that's not easy, so... But tomorrow I leave, and I'm going to leave so early, we won't even be able to do a fountain talk. First thing in the morning. I know. First thing in the morning, also, my, like, golden hours of sleep, so. Yeah. See, the baby now takes precedence. (laughs) The sleep takes precedence, and since he doesn't sleep during the day, I got to take all those hours I can get during the night in the early morning. Who knows? I don't get him. So, how has this trip been for you? Has it been what you expected, or what's it been like to be back? Well, it's weird, because I actually did some writing about it to try to think it through. It's weird because when I got back to Seattle, I felt like maybe things were going to be different and then everything was the same. I mean, people had moved a little bit here and there, but most things were the same. And I found that to be a letdown, right? Then I was coming back to Rome. In my mind, I'm like, I hope everything's the same. I hope all the same street vendors are around and I hope the same grumpy grocery store clerk is there and um, (laughs) all those little weird things. I hope all those people are still there. I hope it's the same. And then it was the same. And it was exactly what I wanted, but at the same point, it made me kind of sad. It was all the same, but then I am not the same anymore because I no longer live there. So I didn't feel the same anymore. Mm. I was still like doing things like going to the grocery store and going to shops I liked, going out to the thrift store, which you know is a big trek, just to do those old habits of things that I used to do here, going on searches for my favorite accordion players. But I did feel different. I definitely felt like I was other, like I was in the tourist category. And the only way I wasn't in the tourist category was because I recognize these people. But their lives are just going on, and I'm not here anymore, and they don't even notice that I'm not here anymore. And why should they? As far as they know, most of them were like, oh, hey. You know, like they recognize me enough to say, oh, hi. Particularly because I'm staying in the same apartment building. So maybe they feel like I've been here all along and they just hadn't noticed me or something but it, it is weird it felt very different yeah it must be weird to be staying in the same apartment building now I know you're in a different apartment but the same building I mean that must be almost surreal yeah it is a little bit but it also is kind of comforting because it allows you to do all your normal habits it has sort of shifted over time though like the longer we were here the more it felt like we belonged here and not that we were just tourists but that we were living here again 
Did you feel kind of like the time in the States had gone by in a flash? Yes, actually, it was weird because when we arrived in Rome, it was almost the same time of year as we left. The weather was almost exactly the same. The little tents that they put up for summertime were still along the Trastevere River. And they had just put up the little tents. It's kind of like a outdoor craft fair slash restaurant eatery that they put out in the summertime. And they were just setting that up when we left. And they were just taking it down as we came back. And so it was almost like you were in the exact same time period. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We've talked about time on this podcast before and how it can slow down or speed up depending on what's going on in your life. But I'm guessing that the time that you spent here two years ago, well, it seemed like a more significant chunk of time than the time in between, the time back in the States. Now, is that correct or...? Uh, yes, but I think because, partly because we had a hard year in Seattle, that year also seems really long. Okay. When you're back here, it's almost like as if you can erase, let the middle part happen. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It almost feels like it didn't happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we've learned about Derek that if we're not living in a particular location, but we're on a vacation, we've been gone for two months now not in Italy we went and visited my grandmother first but we've been in Italy for six weeks now I have learned about my husband that if we're not setting down some kind of roots six weeks is like his limit that's when he started getting homesick and he wants to go home whereas for me I kind of hit my stride at that point particularly when it came to Rome and I started feeling like that I didn't feel so other I felt like I belonged again and that the adventure was still going on and I don't know. It's such a mental mind game, really, isn't it? I mean... It is. I can't honestly remember because it's been so long since I've done that kind of traveling. The longest trip that I went on recently was two years ago, and it was a three-week trip around the States. But I stopped in several locations. So it wasn't like I spent a good deal of time in one place that was not my home. Like, I can definitely see how I would get sick of moving around every couple of days After six weeks, I would be kind of done with that. This type of traveling, the type of traveling you've been doing where you've stopped in one place, I don't know. I can't remember, honestly, if I would get homesick or if I would like not want to go back. I guess it depends on the place. I don't know what it would be like either because I've never done it in any other place but here. And here does sort of feel like home. Well, yeah, of course, because you lived here. But that said, I mean, there are certain things about it that when you come revisit it again that bother you about it maybe in a way that I wouldn't have been bothered by stuff in Rome when I was first here. It's almost like I became slightly more of a resident. It's not bureaucracy, but it's just like, it's very hard to walk in a straight line in Rome because there's so many people everywhere. And after a while, that just sort of wears on you more than you remember it being that tiring, you know? Maybe you just were used to it before. Yeah, yeah, maybe you just get used to it, yeah. And you're not used to it anymore is what I mean. Right, right. I know, because Seattle's so orderly for the most part. It seemed to me that the graffiti was worse when we got back. Although, people are picking up dog poop now, which they were not when I was here before. That's a big positive improvement. And then I thought to myself, well, is the graffiti actually worse? Or is it that I've been in a place where graffiti isn't as prevalent? And so it seems worse. And those were just the things that sort of made me feel, I'm not here anymore. It's depressing, but it also has all that nostalgia. Well, I was was actually just going to say... How nostalgic are you of a person? Right now, very. (laughs) No, I am a very nostalgic person. Are you nostalgic enough that when you're living in a moment that's like a nice moment, 
you get nostalgic about that moment and you're still living it. For example, you're in Rome right now. You're still here. Yeah. And, but you know you have to leave. And so you're almost like getting nostalgic for something that hasn't happened yet. Do you know what I'm saying? I feel it for my baby because he's growing already so fast. And I already feel nostalgic for his newborn period. And yet he's still a newborn. It's really silly. But I think that some people are like, I mean, I'm like that. Maybe you're like that too. Well, you know, we talked about this a little. One of the things I learned when I was living here was to live in the moment better. And so I would say it's more like a, it's not like that I'm nostalgic for the moment. It's more like a resistant. I'm just trying to be like as in the moment as possible so that the time goes slower. So it's almost like a dreading kind of, uh, <laughs> I mean, everybody dreads in a really long flight, but it's more like trying to stay in the moment so that it lasts for as long as possible. That's good. But on the other hand, I do feel like if you try to like force it, it's almost worse. Does that make sense? When you realize, oh, I want to appreciate this moment and then, but it's not natural anymore. I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking about myself. Or it's more like you look at something with longing. What are we going to do today? It's the last day. I knew that you and I were going to be getting together, so there was that also. But Derek and I had this chunk of time in the middle of the morning where we were like, well, what are we going to do? And we have all these things that we wouldn't mind going to see again. And we decided that we were going to just go up to the Doria Pomfili Park, which is just a park that's up on the top of the hill that's beautiful and just walk around in nature a little bit. So then as you're walking through, you're thinking, oh... I love this glade. Oh, I love this pond. Oh, look what the pigeons are doing. You're almost like taking it in in a like super loving way. And I don't know if that's nostalgic or if it's just... Appreciative, maybe. Appreciative. Yeah. But you were also so aware that you're looking at it for the last time. Yeah, whenever I do something like that, I get too caught up in the fact that it's the last time and it makes me sad. And I think this is the last time I'm going to do this. This is the last time I'm going to do that it ruins it for me. And it's almost better if I pretend oh, I'm going to be here tomorrow. But that's me. I'm excessively sentimental and nostalgic. And then that's the other weird thing, because I was like that as I was leaving Rome last time, obviously, because it's not like I've changed that much. But when I got back, I was like, oh, I just saw this. Yeah, I just saw this. You're so familiar with it, and you've gazed at all these things in such an intense way that it could have been, like I said, the same trick of the time. It could have been that I was just here just looking at it. So it still had that weird, like, mundane quality where if you're in a hurry, you can just rush over the forum and barely glance at it. Do you know what I mean? Where really what you should do is stop and go, wow, that's the forum. I'm only going to be here for a month. Absolutely. I mean, how many times have I walked past the Pantheon and not even looked up i do actually usually look up the pantheon is pretty gorgeous you have to look up at the pantheon yeah but there are people who don't lots of people who live there just they don't look up and in fact i was walking past with a friend a couple of years ago and we both live here and have lived here for a long time and we both sort of looked up and stopped and she said if you walk by the pantheon without looking up you should move but yeah when you know that your time is coming to an end to me it just it's way too bittersweet, honestly, without being silly. It, it really, really is. And I've come to the point where I just cut it. I just can't think like that because it makes me too sad. So what would you recommend that I do after I, leaving your house tonight? <laughs> oh, gosh. Don't ask for my opinion. Don't yeah. ask for my advice. I'm guessing you're going to go out and have a last. See, there I said it. Last. 
Oh, no. A last dinner with your husband. No, what are we going to eat? Oh, my gosh. How do you make the decision? Maybe it's a good idea to just realize that it's not the last time. You know, you will come back. I think you've developed a relationship with Rome that will last your life. Okay, maybe you won't ever live here again. Or maybe you will. You never know. Maybe you'll decide to retire here. Or maybe you'll have another opportunity to live here for a year. But you'll be back. And if I were giving advice to myself, which I probably wouldn't take, but if I were giving advice to myself, I would say don't think of it as your last night. Just enjoy. I think it's also when it comes to just traveling and being on a vacation, being somewhere else for a long period of time, it's also that you have to go back to real life. Real life begins quote-unquote real life it's all real life by the way everybody i don't know if derek ever shared it on the podcast but he told me once that he had when he was traveling around a lot with the military that people would often say things like when i get to real life because they'd be stationed here or there one of his commanders or something said you can't think that way you have to think of it as life not real life and non-real life that aside i also have to go back to real life which is like trying to get freelancing jobs and getting back into the grind of Derek having to be at work every day. And I mean, we've had this wonderful, luxurious time to just sit and talk about what we want to do next year and hang out and hang out with you. And so there's also that regretfulness of having to go back into that. I know, but, and again, this is advice that I wouldn't be able to take. Look <laughs> on the bright side and think- I never how, do that. I yeah. know, but I mean, how lucky you were to have these two months of sort of in-between jobs that gave you the opportunity to come and, and spend this time. Because a lot of people don't have that. And a lot of people don't ever get that kind of time with their spouse. Yeah, I know. I am wildly spoiled these last two years. It's true. Yeah. I never thought I'd be living a life like this. Sweet. I may not even be living life like this next year. You never know. But I mean, a lot has changed, by the way, because I left and now there's another human being in the room. That's right. So that's how I know that I didn't just go and immediately arrive back that I've been gone for a while absolutely <laughs> I mean your your whole life has changed in that year it was a big year for you very big very big it's crazy yeah it's a, it's incredible how how life changes and how sometimes it changes so slowly that you don't notice and then you like wake up and you're like whoa my life is completely different than it was two years ago yeah, slow and fast. It's, time is so interesting, isn't mm. it? What if we had not gone back to Seattle? What would now feel like? You never can know. Not that we would have stayed in Rome, but if, what if we had moved to a different city? Who would we be then? It's fascinating. Mm -hmm. What kind of a year would we have? I don't know. I mean, that's the kind of the privilege of travel, too, is that you get to go off and sort of explore, and if you relax well enough, you can figure out at least what year would like to be in the coming year. And you can figure out like where you are best, you know, mm -hmm. figure out what kind of lifestyle works for you because different cities have different lifestyles. You know, I was going to, I was going to go out and buy another lock. <laughs> you? That's I was like, well, we could try again and we could see if it lasts longer than a week. <laughs> no, it lasted longer than a week. It, it lasted a couple months. I feel like. Oh, did it? Oh, I didn't know that. I know it lasted at least a few weeks because I remember every time I passed it, I would check and see if it was there and then. One day I noticed that they were just all gone. No. I know. At least there's that fish down there with our right. keys. Well, it was good to see you again. I know. I feel bad. I'm going to miss Aurelia's entire next year. Not the whole year. I'm going to go visit. That's 
That's true. Oh, by the way, everybody, Tiffany's going to come to Seattle this year. I forgot that. Yeah, we just have to figure out when. I'm thinking June. Okay, we'll do that. That'll be fun. Yeah. Well, Should I put together a live show? Hey, if you can put it together, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the kind of demand for would be for that, <laughs> but sure. Why not? Why not? As you're preparing to fly back to Seattle once again, do you think that you have another expat experience in your future? Hmm, that's a good question. I think so. I think so. I don't know so, though. I definitely don't know so. But I think it's definitely probable. It would depend. I haven't ever figured out exactly, like, what would be a job that I would do that I would really love, and where would it be? I need to look around more. Well, and remember that there are lots of countries where you can just speak English, and it's okay, and you can work in English. And I'm not just talking about the UK and Australia, but also countries where English isn't the first language, but yet it's so common that you can work and just speak that language. I think that we're both definitely open to it more so than I would have been. I was always a person who was, I'm hesitant. Derek always says that I mourn things for way too long, which is probably true. I'll have to go back and mourn this for a while. (laughs) It's just like you saying, look at the bright side. But mourning seems to be a part of my personality type. But I think because I've done it, it definitely just opens the possibility. And plus the fact that we have talked about it so much and that we've so far interviewed so many different people with different experiences about it makes it so much more present. And it's an endlessly fascinating topic to me about what it's like to live in a country other than your own. There's just so many things that that can mean to a person. We've had so many great interviewees. Yeah, and more to come, I'm sure. That's the thing. It's just nobody's experience is the same, but then there's all these universals that are within it based on your personality. Yep. So I'm open to it. I would bet you money that it may possibly happen, but... But who knows when. But who knows when and if and it if that's where? true. Yeah. And who knows where. Well, I hope for my sake it's it's in Europe. Yeah, I know. That would be nice, and, wouldn't it? And soon. It will be at least a few years. All right. Well, you have a baby to put to bed, and I am probably late meeting Derek for our very last meal in Rome. Don't <laughs> say last. This time. This time, exactly. I know. I know. I was just kidding because you were saying that I was being too. Okay. I'm going to just try to live in the moment, and yeah. I'm going to pretend that it's not my last night. So I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. I'll uh, see you tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. This is The Bittersweet Life. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for all the ways you support us. Give us a good rating on iTunes, maybe five stars if you like the show. It will help other people discover that we exist. Thank you. You're the best.